You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, Bago. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I'm your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here, Still Breathing, The Wisdom and Teachings of a Perfectly Flawed Man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com. BarnesandNoble.com or any other major book retailer. I promise you will love that book. And if you love this show and you want to support the show, we could use you now more than ever. Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. That's Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. It's the simplest way for you as an individual to show your patronage and patriotism for this show and support of the show. Uh, and it's just subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show for as little as five bucks a month. You guys can make a huge impact on this broadcast. And if you love the show and you want to take it on the road with you, you can now, courtesy of magical producer Trevor, who does our podcast every single day. He converts the show into a podcast format, and you can download it at bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That's bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show, and that's going to be available to you in all major podcast formats. So check that out today. All right, good morning. Happy Wednesday, September 27th, 2023. Another day in America. So it's, uh, it is debate day. Debate day. There is no debate. It's also ran day. That's what it is. It's, hey, look at second through seventh, eighth place. Look at the second through eighth place never will be president debate. They shouldn't even call it the presidential debate. It's the, I tried to be president debate. That's what it is. It's not people who are seriously contenders. Not a single one of these motherfuckers will ever be the president of the United States. Not one. Not ever. None of them are going to be the VP. None of them are going to be the president. None of them are going to be fucking anything other than what they are right now. So that's what it is. But they're going to trot them out there to some of the lowest ratings in the history of presidential debates. And no one's going to give a shit. So you, if you want to hear a bunch of people who are nothing and no one gives a shit about, you should tune into that debate. You also could just tune into some random fucking podcast on uh, YouTube or Foxhole if you want and just listen to them too. It's kind of the same shit. It's essentially the same thing. But they're going to do their little gay debate. Meanwhile, the real president, Donald J. Trump, is going to be in Michigan hopefully giving a speech and doing some negotiating on behalf of the United Auto Workers. So we will see. I have total and complete faith in President Donald J. Trump when it comes to cutting a business deal and negotiation and securing support from hardworking Americans who understand what's happening in this country. So that's what we'll be doing. We're gonna do a bit of both. It's our jobs after all, as the Dilly Meme Team and the Dilly Show. Our job is to somehow find a way to watch both events at the same time and make sure we've got footage from both so we can play it for you, the people. So that's what we're going to do. It's an exciting time. Got a lot to talk about in today's show. I, I got some serious headlines to, to cover. Shout out to Lauren Eve and Little Memes for that meme this morning. That one's a couple months old, but <coughs> really one of my favorite memes they've ever done. And uh, it's always inspiring, it's powerful, uh, it's uplifting, and I believe in it. So I like sharing it. Also, we're only a couple days away from a monumental moment for the Dilly Meme Team. Very exciting things happening this week. 
I could not be more proud of them. And uh, I look forward to sharing those results with you guys next week. But uh, exciting stuff going on. We also got to talk about what the shift that's occurring. September has been a doozy. The culling of the herd in more ways than one. Last man standing scenario. And you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. This is exactly what we were built for. We were built to survive these types of situations. We were built to win this war of attrition against the Democrats, against the communists, against the fucking evil motherfuckers. And that's what our job is. That's what we do. We survive, overcome, and thrive. And uh, September has been a doozy. October will not be that way. There is a shift occurring. I can feel it. I think most people agree. We're going to talk about that shift right here on The Dilly Show. So we got a big show. And uh, we're almost, almost, almost to general election. We're like this close. Trump's already pivoting. Meme team still needs to continue destroying everybody who opposes him. But we'll be pivoting soon as well. So we're going to have some fun. But first, let's take care of our MAGA commerce. Oh my god, so excited about this sponsor. And uh you would be too. Uh, you will be. You've gotta head on over to his uh his website, mypatriotcigars.com. Patriot Cigar Company. What do you say about a guy who makes premium smokes for freedom-loving patriots? Some of the best cigars you'll ever try. Owned and operated by proud MAGA extremists. That's right. That's our boy, Alan, right there. We love him. Premium handmade cigars using the best aged tobacco Nicaragua has to offer. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Okay. I love these cigars. I've got a nice little collection going. I'm about to order a whole ass another box myself because they're that damn good. And if you're unfamiliar with cigar tobacco, Nicaraguan tobacco is hands down the best. Roger Stone, Rudy Giuliani, Tristan Tate, and the Dilly Meme team are just some of the incredible patriots who love our cigars. And they do. The Dilly Meme team loves these cigars. Uh, Mike and I shared these cigars. Mike's got some right now. I know Rambles had some of these cigars. A lot of the members, Hogman's got some of these cigars. If I'm missing anybody, I apologize. But these are premium cigars. Everybody loves them. And uh, they make a cigar for every smoker, whether you like a mild or a full-bodied smoke. And it's just nice. It's a nice little reward. You have a good time. Long, long work week. Long work month. You're on vacation. You're celebrating a whatever, a, a brand new uh, maybe you got a baby coming into the family. You found out you're going to be a dad or a grandpa. Bust them out. MyPatriotCigars.com. And uh, the best way to try them is, by the way, you can head over there and get a sampler pack just to try a little bit of everything. See which one's going to work for you. You can uh, get them in a box or a five pack. And here's the best part. You guys are going to flip for this. He made it to where it's promo code Dilly is 25% off because these are premium cigars. We understand you're not buying cheap cigars these are high-end high quality cigars that you're it's going to impress anybody you're smoking around but the best part for you guys is when you slap on that promo code dilly code you're going to get 25 percent off and free shipping 
on uh, on orders over, I believe it's $100. I could be wrong. I think he got deleted, right? He like cut off the, the, the amount. I think it's 100 bucks. If I'm mistaken, I apologize. But uh, promo code Dilly, 25% off mypatriotcigars.com. Check them out today. Oh my God, is Randy in here right now? Is the wife in here? Hmm? Is there, is, is there, is Randy in here right now? I wonder if, I was gonna ask Randy if she'd come in my office and refill the little, she has this little thing and it spritzes stuff and it makes me breathe good. Randy, can you fill the thingy that does the spritzy thingy that makes it so I can breathe better? I like that thing. Thank you, babe. I did it yesterday, it helped. Still dealing with the allergies. You guys wanna hear a weird fucking thing? Let me tell you guys a weird fucking thing, all right? And you're gonna say, Dilly, you're full of shit, but it's true. For some reason, I get this like, the breathing is, is periodic, it comes and goes, right? Seems to be allergy related. I took my allergy medicine this morning, but um, Dude, when I smoke my cigars, I, it it like relaxes me and then I don't have breathing problems. So I'm starting to wonder if there's something else going on. Isn't that weird? Like, I don't know, wh why would cigars make it to where I could breathe better? Shouldn't it be the opposite? I mean, not that you really like inhale a cigar, but either way, I've been perplexed by this. Because if I have a cigar and I sit on the patio, I can actually feel my lungs open all the way up. Which, why would that happen? Why would a cigar help my lungs open all the way up. And I don't cough at all when I'm out there smoking my cigars and relaxing. So I'm just wondering if, if is that like, it, it, does it ease something? Why would it be, it's not mold. I did mold remediation. Mold is all gone. Is it ragweed? Is it just ragweed that I'm dealing with? Jan insists it's blood pressure, but I went and I did my blood pressure cuff. I don't have a blood pressure issue. Yeah, I checked my blood pressure. I'm good there. So, I'm not allergic to the dog. That's not it. Someone says the uh, cigars relax the spasms in the bronchial tubes. Oh. Well, no shit. That actually makes a lot of sense. Oh, St Stronger Fitness says there's mold outside that I'm dealing with. Oh, wow. Apparently, this is common knowledge in the South. Well, I'm learning something new every day. Thank you, Randy. I love you. You look hot. Like your boobs. <laughs> I like telling my wife she's pretty all the time. Trev says some brands of tobacco are a natural antihistamine. Well, fuck me. Are you guys serious? I'm learning so much. Yeah, if I just have one cigar, it like makes, it helps me. It's weird, right? Oh man, you guys are teaching me a lot right now. Phantom says it's moldy as fuck down here. Oh, man, I'm learning so much right now. Yeah, I said, I said her boobs. I was, she's so pretty. Ramble says that cigars are the same as yoga. Am I like a, an expert now? Am I a yogi expert? I believe I am. All right, well, I love you guys. Uh, thank you for the advice. That was really, that helps. Huh, yeah, I've had asthma my whole life, mild, but it's only, um, it's allergy-induced asthma. Like, I don't get it from, like, running and shit. Yeah, I don't have damp air in my basement anymore. I got a really high-end uh, dehumidifier. It's dry as food. Huh. 
Man, thanks, guys. I appreciate you guys teaching me. You look great, Dilly. Thank you. You like the haircut and the fucking beard going here? I even got, look, I even have a beard brush. See? You, just, you do one of these. You're like, yeah. I just brush myself like a horse all day long now. I see why you guys grow beards. What a great thing to just fucking, hey, it's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> it's so funny. It cracks me up. I'll be like brushing my beard. I'm like, do, 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 do. It's my thing. Thank you. You guys like the beard? I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Randy really seems to enjoy it. She's all about it. Hog says he uses a comb. Oh, do you? Probably a curling iron, you fag. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, special thank you. This was sweet. This was from our very good friend, uh, Violet Raven. And she sent us a really nice card, which I thought was sweet. We got it. We got it just the other day and Randy opened it because I let Randy be the one to open it. But look what she sent us, you guys. This is super cool. You're going to be. Look it. Look. It's a trading card of President Trump's mugshot. And it's in like a collector's case. Isn't that cool? And then you got, um, and then it's, it's like a, it's a collection thing. Isn't that great? We're gonna put this one back here. Um, kind of want to set it, set it back. There. <laughs> now he's right there. Donnie J. Donnie J, right? Bam, right there. Doesn't look good? I thought that was really cool. Thank you for that. I love it. It was a good gift. All right. Um, yeah, it's been, uh, been an interesting kind of times we're going through here. Um, September was a hell of a time. I want to talk about it a little bit because I don't think I was alone in living it. I think that there's been a, an epic culling of the herd. I think that... I think that's been fascinating. I, I want to talk about a couple of things that many of you guys have experienced. I mean, it's the 27th of September. We've, we've actually had members of the Dilly 300 die this month. People passed away that we loved and cared about, and we all had to get through that together. We've had members of the Dilly 300 um, in the last 30 days or so defect essentially from, this, from our, our movement. Now, it doesn't mean they're anti-Trump or anything like that, but they're no longer a part of what we do. And there's, there's member, like random fans and, and people leaving in the community. And this always happens. We have this happen. And God has uh, done this throughout my life that when, when something else is major about to shift, the, the people who are not supposed to be anywhere near me or near my sphere are removed. And, and it's, I don't have to do much other than be myself. It's one of the weirdest things I... I I call the herd just by being me. And I know that I can be offensive and I know I've hurt people's feelings. And when I do, and I feel that I'm in the wrong, I definitely try to make it a point to say, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do this. And then hopefully they, you know, they accept my apology and move on. We had a little dust up with somebody yesterday. It's totally cool now. It's like it never happened and it'll never be brought up again. Person apologized. We have an understanding now, I think. It was a very, and like I said, you don't know who that's gonna happen with though. And it's hard because, and this happens to all of you. We're using me and my show as an example, but it happens to every single one of you in life. Every one of you have people right now that, were, uh, that are in your life that for one reason or another are gonna be removed in a few years. And a lot of times they remove themselves and it's people you'll never think would be the ones to leave. And, it, and you've probably experienced it throughout your life, either a friendship or a business relationship that you're like, there's no way this could ever break. And then 
We don't know how people are going to, which direction they're going to go, the choices they're going to make, the associations they're going to make. That's probably the number one reason that people get removed uh, from my life is I don't approve of and don't want anything to do with a lot of their associations. I believe in that. As an individual, I'm just somebody that I fundamentally believe who you associate with speaks volumes about who you are as an individual. And when I see people associating with really shady characters, uh, underhanded people, grifters, I'm like, I'm out. And it don't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who you are. Once you've started to go down a path of that, that behavior, I'm like, I cut bait. I'm like, I'm out. And I don't care what your excuses are, right? And yes, wheels, hang gliders got to glide right into the ground. And the thing is, we don't hate them. We, we, we bless them. God bless you on your journey. Toodaloo. And it, it's happened throughout my entire career. It's cost me thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, I've had dust-ups with people that, hey, they didn't like what I had to say. They, they didn't want to be a part of what I'm doing anymore. I'm out. They leave. Okay, fine. But we keep going forward. And September has been like a gigantic slingshot being pulled back. And I'm warning all of you right now, I can see when this happens. It's like it, you can see it start to pull. And it hurts like hell through this period as it's getting pulled back. And there is certain, uh, you know, when you're going through that, a lot of people, I think, misinterpret it. They, and you say things like, why me? Why me? Why me? Um, which that's completely the wrong answer. These things happen because God is making room for what, who the right people are in your life that need to be there by your side. And also, um, I think it also removes certain energies that you no longer, you don't need them dragging you down. We're on a mission right now to save America. And it's the only thing that matters. Uh, there's a lot of fame fags that are out there that have attached themselves or used to attach themselves uh, to my name and the entire objective was elevating themselves, elevating their own branding or their own whatever, their own shows or whatever the fuck it is they do. And, uh, and once you see that behavior start to take over where it is all about that person, you start to, you, those are the people that you kind of go, okay, this isn't what I'm about. And I'm so proud because like with the meme team, everybody on my team has bought into the idea of the team over individual accolades. When one person wins, everyone wins. When one person wins, everyone wins. And when one person gets, uh, gets acknowledged, everyone is acknowledged. And it's not easy to do because it requires a mastering of one's own ego and one's own insecurities. And I, I am so fucking proud of these people because it's not an easy thing to do, to buy into a team. This is what it looks like when people win Super Bowls. When you start to go, I don't care where you put me on the field. And then it, even at a deeper level is, I don't even care if I get on the field. If I'm making you better by working hard in practice, then we're all gonna get to keep a ring. And that's the part where I feel that we're at as a team and, and that's why we've culled the herd. We've, we've had to remove members. We've had to add members. We've continued to refine what we do and I do it with the chat as well. I do it with the fans. Um, your energy and your, your support of the show, you matter. 
And I, that's why it's so critical. I want all of you to succeed. You have to succeed because I have to succeed because if I don't succeed and you don't succeed, we're going to have one hell of a time making sure that President Trump succeeds because that's ultimately what it all boils down to. Saving the country for our children and our grandchildren, making this thing to where there's a vision and we can, you can almost touch it right now. President Trump comes out and tells you he's going to have mobilized the largest mass deportation in, in global history and he means it. What will that do to your community? What would happen in your immediate community right now if thousands of the people who aren't supposed to be there are removed instantly? What happens if they're removed from the schools? Will your children get a better education? Will teachers feel less stressed out and overwhelmed? Is the system itself gonna respond better? What happens at the grocery stores? What happens on the freeways? What happens in the job market when people who illegally entered your nation sponged off the system and siphoned out jobs are all of a sudden removed? What happens when President Trump gets back into office and essentially goes in to cities with attorney, uh, you know, uh, what's it, what are you, uh, district attorneys who are allowing crime to be essentially take over a city? What happens when President Trump moves in with the federal government and federal law enforcement and starts doing the job immediately and removing all of those people and charging them all federally. What, what does that do to, to these communities when somebody who actually plans on following through against, you know, fighting against violent crime moves in there and it makes it a top priority? This country is in collapse right now. They're trying to collapse it before he gets back. Everybody knows it. Hell, the president of El Salvador even put out a tweet is like, there's no way a country that powerful falls that fast unless someone's doing it on purpose from within. By the way, if you haven't researched the president of El Salvador, that dude's super fucking based. I'm actually looking at that place for a potential vacation. I don't know if you guys know that. Dude's like super fucking based. Do a little research. I was, I was impressed. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, this motherfucker's super badass. But other countries have, have observed what's happening and they all know the writing is on the wall. Donald Trump gets back in. The, the nation, is get, the ship is going to be righted. Spiritually, we're going to get balanced back out. We're all fucked up right now. We're going to get it all back. We want it all back. Yeah, I looked at uh, El Salvador and I was researching this dude and I was like, Yo, he's been in office for like eight years now, I think. Maybe not. Maybe not that long. He's got another election coming up. Yeah, he, he changed the game down there. He put Bitcoin as legal tender. But he also, El Salvador has the lowest uh, crime rate in their nation's history now. You know what he did? Because they had, they had a huge gang problem. Like murderous gangs. He fucking rounded all of them up. That was it. He fucking rounded all of them up. Flomp. Cleaned the whole thing up. Impressive leader. Worth a, he's worth a follow on uh, Twitter if you guys haven't seen him. Anyway, President Trump is on his way back and there's nothing else that really matters. All the other shit, you know, I'm getting kicked in the fucking dick right now financially. I'll be straight up with you guys. Do I make good money? I guess. 
but I'm losing money because I have to deploy so much of my fucking time and energy uh, to, to campaign stuff. I mean, that's the, the God honest truth. Um, I coach a handful of clients. I do this show for a couple of hours and then I spend the rest of my time trying to either elevate the campaign, maneuver behind the scenes, facilitate the meme team or work with people that you guys have all heard about. And it's, and it's like, nothing else fucking matters though. It's, it's Trump or it's nothing. There is no dilly show if we can't get Trump back in. They're gonna drop the hammer like we can't even imagine in 2025. So for me, this is it. It's, it's like, okay, just tread water is basically my whole thing right now. I'm not trying to get fucking rich right now. I'm trying to tread water so that I'm able to stay in the pocket and stay effective. You know, stay effect. All I'm trying to do is just, just try to break even or, or at least, you know, float yourself and, and stay right. And that's where I'm at. And I think a lot of you are in the same place. It's like, keep the roof over my head. Don't starve to death. Keep fighting. Right. I mean, basically pay your bills. Fucking just keep fighting. And, uh, we're going to get over this thing. Um, and you're going to lose some people and you just got to pray on it. What I mean is, you know, for one reason or another, they may go away. They may pass away. We had people pass away. They may remove themselves, decide that they don't align with you anymore. They go after that, the bigger, better deal, right? They're always, they think, well, I'm going to go for the bigger, better deal over here. They do all kinds of different, just shit that you kind of go, it's, it's cringy. It's important to just say a prayer give them a blessing, say thank you for your time. That's one thing I think it's important too is like when people vacate, even business relationships, when business relationships vacate, I try to do an internal prayer. I say a little prayer, just say thank you for the time that I spent with you that was positive, right? So maybe they came into my life, they enriched my, my viewership or my whatever. And, and you say, oh, thank you for, for the time you were here that you were positive and you, you, you played a role in a positive way, I appreciate you, God bless you, right? And that's what you try to do. Um, but I know many of you, I've been getting a lot of emails about it, so I'm, I'm not alone in this, this conversation we're having here. And uh, I just wanted you to know, I understand. I understand where you're at, I get it. Um, I understand some of the fears, I understand some of the disappointments, um, some of the questions, but I also just want you to know we're, we're still here. We got this fucking far with Biden. You know, I, I had, I lost a lot of fans arguing with them in 2021 that the country is over if Biden's not removed by 22. And I said, well, he ain't getting removed. I lost one of my most lucrative sponsors, somebody that I really, I made, and I don't want to be hyperbolic, but I made this company millions, okay? I've never made millions, I made somebody millions of dollars. And this person was so triggered by my assertion that there was no fucking plan and that you're gonna be stuck with Biden for four years that they were like, I, I don't know what to do. And then all of a sudden, randomly, they didn't wanna move forward with any more business stuff with me. And it's like, I've never misrepresented your brand. I've made you millions of dollars. You've, you've vacationed on my fucking efforts. And but they were so upset that I had just told them Biden was gonna be here for four years. You guys have no fucking idea how much money I cost myself telling the truth every day. Like you really don't. You give me a shout out, yeah, you make a lot of money. Well, 
Yeah, maybe, but I could be making way more if I was just a typical run-of-the-mill cunt. But I and we're still friends, by the way. This person, I'm not on bad terms, but they were like, oh, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to be a part of this. And I'm like, you want to be a part of what? Me telling you the truth and you being too fucking dumb to realize I'm telling you the truth? And, uh, and they were fine with, you know, they come back, they always come back around. You know what changes people's opinion of your ass real quick? When they see you smiling, hanging out with Donald Trump. Then they're like, oh, maybe I bet on the wrong horse. Like, yeah, you think so, numb nuts? Anywho, I digress. Whole point is, in 2021, everyone told me, if we can't get Trump back by the end of the year, the country is, is, is done forever. Then they told me in 2022, well, it's got to be immediate. Like, he has to come back before 24 or we won't survive. Remember that? I had whole arguments with fans who were like, fuck you, pulled their money, pulled their fans, their, all of that because I was the one that told them there was no Santa. They were like, you're a dick. You're a whatever they told you. You're, you're, you're against Trump now. I'm like, what? Because I'm not a deluded idiot? Because you're busy sucking off people that tell you to, to, that there's some method by which we could remove. Get, give me a fucking break. He ain't going nowhere. And I kept telling everybody, you have to keep going. There's only one way to win this. It's through it. It's the ugliest fucking thing you'll ever endeavor. But it's the only way. Because there is no justice in America. The courts are corrupt. I lost so much fucking money. I lost so many fans just being a truthful person. And I don't regret any of it because now they come circling back around all sheepish and shit. And they go, oh, well, hey, yeah, how are you doing? Just checking in. I'm like, I'm doing fucking great. You still living in La La Land? What I'm going to tell you is you've made it this far. You've made it to September 27th, 2023. Biden is nearing the end of his fucking reign of terror, okay? Donald Trump is gaining momentum and we still have a year left of revelations regarding Biden. Everything that they're gonna try to do with Trump has already been revealed to the public. It's already baked into the polling. The bullshit indictments, four felony indictment fucking, yeah, yeah, baked in, skyrocketed in the polls. But all that Biden stuff that's coming out every single day and other stories I have to cover today, it's going to incense people. They're going to be so fucking angry by November of 24. The army of people voting Donald Trump in 2024 is going to shock you. It is going to look like an absolute miracle of all miracles. The sheer volume of individuals that are going to turn out and say enough is enough. It's gonna be the most resounding ass kicking in the history of politics and global politics because it's not gonna just be a shot across the bow here in, in our nation. It's gonna reverberate around the entire planet. The pecking order will be restored and it's coming, but you've gotta find a way to survive it. You've gotta find a way to not eat each other alive during that time. You've gotta find a way to manage your stress better find a better way to creatively deal with it, to blow off steam. You're going to have to learn to lean on one another during the weak times, the hard times. Because sometimes that's all it takes. Someone saying, we'll get through it. You're going to be fine. It's going to be okay. It sucks today, but tomorrow is not known. Tomorrow could turn all around. 
And uh, that goes for every single one of you. Doesn't matter whether you're a Dilly Meme team mem member, Dilly 300, or if you're a first time viewer, you're going to get through this if you choose to get through this. And we will be victorious. There is no other, there is no other outcome that's available. It's victory or nothing. It's total victory or nothing. And uh, I believe it. And I believe in you. And I believe in President Donald J. Trump. That's the bottom line. Because Brendan Dilly said so. Now, with that being said, that being said, I also believe in good stories. So this one came and I didn't see the email on Friday because Randy wasn't home because she was doing the family thing and she was very busy and she was out of the state. And so I don't know if this has been addressed yet. There was an email that came in for Q&A Friday. I didn't get it till today. I hope it didn't come in. But a lovely person named Kelly, she wrote to me and she says, Dilly, my mom and I are huge fans of your show. And I'd be a, it'd be a major surprise if you could reveal to my mom, Michelle, in Coral Springs, Florida, what the gender of her first grandchild is going to be. That's right. We're doing our very first Dilly Show gender reveal. I do not know if I missed my window here, if Michelle already knows. Is Michelle in Coral Springs, Florida here right now? because we're about to do a gender reveal here on The Dilly Show. And Kelly watches the show every day. Mom's a diehard fan. And I don't know if they already know it. Okay, you guys ready? All right, so the rest of the email says that Kelly's decided they're going to allow the baby to choose its gender. Once it starts crawling, they will place a pink toy and a blue toy and the baby will decide itself. Okay, that's not what the email says at all. <laughs> Can you guys imagine? They're, just gonna, they're gonna wait and whatever it crawls towards, they're like, there it is. They have two different names picked out. It's gonna be so fun. No, okay. All right, I'm just fucking with you, grandma. I'm just fucking with you, grandma. That's not what they're gonna do. Relax. Relax, they're not gonna do that. I don't think they're gonna do that, okay? I don't, at least I don't think. I just, I made the joke, but that's not, it's not what they're gonna do. You should have known doing a gender reveal on the Dilly Show was gonna have a little bit of trolling. Like that's, I'm just joking. Uh, Michelle in Coral Springs, Florida, you're not having a non-binary child, okay? It's, it's not your, your grandchild, it absolutely is a babby with a gender, okay? It's a, it, it's a babby with an actual gender, like a regular babby that we show on the show all the time, okay? <laughs> it's not, <laughs> congratulations, your daughter decided to let it choose. Now, uh, okay, here we go. Do we have a drum roll? Can we, how do I do this? Hold on, let me see here. Let me take this out. Where's my drum roll? I gotta add in my drum roll. I wanna do at least a little short drum roll. Here we go. All right, so the babby uh, in question, uh, that is, is going to be Michelle from, uh, what did I say? Coral, Coral Springs, Florida, Michelle, grandma, Michelle, your first grandchild, uh, that, uh, your daughter, I think Kelly is having 
is in fact a baby girl. It's a baby girl. It's a little baby girl. That's it. You're have you're gonna have a a uh, a beautiful grandchild. It's a baby girl. I hope you don't already know. Maybe you do. I apologize if I'm late, which makes my joke way less funny if you already knew the gender. But uh, if not, congratulations. You're having a baby girl. She's going to be your grand granddaughter. You're having a granddaughter. So start buying a bunch of pink shit, like right away. Like tons of pink stuff. All right, so everybody, yeah, say congratulations to Michelle in uh, Coral Springs, Florida. That's a big deal. And uh, congratulations to Kelly, who I think is a girl, because Kelly could be a girl or boy name. I'm not really sure, um, but I think it's a girl. So congratulations. Isn't that great? Good stuff. All right. With that being said, let's do some more Dilly in the Wild. It'll be, it'll be a fun one today. I feel it. Dilly in the wild, dilly in the wild, motherfucking now. Dilly in the wild, dilly in the wild, motherfucking now. People put it stickers on their cars. Relax your anus up my dick and lick my balls. Yay! Oh, you guys just reminded me of something. I went over to the Rumble chat and I just realized I forgot to upload something. I gotta upload, I got a Dilly in the wild video that I forgot to upload. <laughs> Sorry. Hold on. All right, so uh, this is a hell of a haul right here. I mean, seriously, who does this? Look at all those goodies. Look at all those damn goodies. That is like, so, wait, what's the one in the middle, though? Is that a presidential? What is that? It's a Donald Trump thing. So I see the Trump again. I stand with Trump. This is all Trump gear, by the way. I love these. These are awesome. And I love the, the Dilly Rally gear, right? We got hats. I mean, this is killer. But I like that one right there with the presidential seal. That's a slick looking little deal. That looks cool. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I, maybe I'm late to the party on that one. You know what I mean? It's possible. It's absolutely possible that I'm late to the party on that one. But I just thought it looked fantastic. So cool. All right, hold on. I got it. I'm downloading a thing because I forgot to download it yesterday. Sometimes I'm late on the draw with videos. Pictures I'm really easy with, but videos sometimes I'm not as quick with. So you can't be mad at me because that's not, that's your fault. <laughs> hold on. I'm uploading a video. This will be additional. Hold on. This one's also pretty fucking cool. So somebody said, oh, it's not quite a Benz. I'm like, dude, that's, it doesn't matter. That's a hell of a fucking sweet G ride, dude. Um, yeah, you don't need, this is a whole nother level. Shout out to my, uh, motorcycle riders. And, uh, dude, I think this, you're, you got a really, really nice ride. That's a nice ride. And, uh, got a couple angles here. Cause I know Hogman will appreciate this. Hog likes a good motorcycle. Isn't that great? Oh yeah, that's nice, dude. Very nice. This guy's Dilly in the Wild stickers. Yeah, it's slick. Be proud. Be proud of whatever you have, whatever you accomplish in life. You know what I mean? It don't matter. I'm not even that guy anyway, you guys. Like, I'm proud of you guys no matter what it is that you do, how it is that you, you know, what, what it is that you've accomplished or achieved and what you're proud of. Um, I think that's fantastic. That, you know, what makes one man happy might not make everybody else happy. So, that's awesome. Hey, by the way, Heather, honey, I wanted to show your video, 
but uh, it's in the wrong file format. I can't show dot moves or something. Let me send it to Lauren Eve and see if she can help me. Lauren Eve can help me. She might be able to convert it. There you go. I, I sent it to Lauren. Maybe she can help us because I can't show your, your sweet photo or video. We'll do it tomorrow for um, Dilly in the Wild. I can't put it up. It's not playing. It's the wrong, it's the wrong file format, which you couldn't have known. But anyway, I digress. Sometimes you're out in the yard working your ass off, you know, because you're working on like hog stuff and farm stuff and you got all kinds of aminals running around and you just got to sit down and take a break. But you're going to wear your sweet overalls. You got to wear your Dilly, uh, Warlord Dilly shirt underneath. Isn't that great? There you go. Yeah, Apple files don't play on Wirecast anymore. Wirecast spazzed out and no longer accept Apple files. It's weird. Oh, hey, what a haul. Holy shit. Look at this. This is some beard vet goodies that, oh, oh. Oh, this is nice. This is a nice little haul. This is from our very own lovely Lauren Eve. And she got a whole bunch of snazzy goodies. Jeez. She ordered some coffee and they hooked her up like a tow truck. There you go. Slick. Slick. Oh, Lauren says it's in my DMs. Maybe I can show the Babby pictures. Hold on. I don't like showing stuff I haven't pre, uh, pre-approved. What do we got going here? Is this a Babby picture? It was a Babby video. Oh, it's a Babby. What's, it, what's the Babby doing? Oh, my God. You stuck a sticker to the Babby. What is wrong with you? <laughs> that is awesome. Good job, Mom. <laughs> you know what? Kids love stickers. It's fine. You can stick stickers to them. They don't even mind. Here, I'll put this up. This is a cute little video. You guys will like it. It's a little babby. It's a little babby video. Do, 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 do. Hold on. It's like 11 seconds. It's not a, not a super long babby video. Let's play it. Because everyone loves the babbies. Here we go. What's in your back? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! That's me! Oh, they're so fun at that age. Oh, they're so fun at that age. They're awesome when they're little like that. Just see if you can, maybe you can master how to keep them that small. I never did. But if you can, do it. Trust me. Yeah, just trust me. You want them to stay about that size. Yeah. Do you want to say, baby Holly, you can stay this size forever. Because then they just keep getting bigger and more like opinionated. And it's just really tiring. But back then, they're little. Yeah, it's just a little tiny, little tiny thing. They're cute. Good job, Mom. All right, I'm picking up the pace here. I know. I know. Everybody's just like, Dilly, come on. I'll get to the news. We have so much we want to cover. Yeah, well, that's not the kind of show this is. We are not. This is not your normal news broadcast. That's not what we do around here. Dilly 300. Hey, now. Hey, now. Dilly Hardhat. What? There you go, dude. That's some nice swag you got going on there, brother. Looking good. Your wife is so proud of you, by the way. She always is sending pictures. He's like, hey, I didn't know you were sending pictures of, my, of me and my Dilly gear. Uh-oh, Bruce. Our good friend Bruce Wayne uh, triggered Trout. And uh, he says, Bruce Wayne's steaks really cheesed me off. Look at Trout over here. Wow. Hey, fucking money bags. Look at, is that, oh, is that a little surf and turf going here, Trout? Hmm? Dinner at Trout's house, everybody. <laughs> You guys can head on over there. Sorry. Yeah. 
Dinner at Trout's house. We're all going there. That's what we're doing. He's serving up surf and turf. Looks fucking delicious, doesn't it? I thought so. I thought it looked extraordinary. All right. That concludes your Dilly in the Wild. That was a fun one. That's a fun one. What else do I got here? I got videos and shit. I got all kinds of stuff. Oh, I don't want to get into that yet. Dude, did you guys, wait till you guys see what DeSantis did. He's such a fucking idiot. He's an idiot, dude. Seriously, DeSantis, Ron DeSantis is an absolute crook and an idiot. And uh, and I, I'm so glad he ran against Trump so that I was willing to like take a deeper look into what he's been up to because he fucked up Florida. Are you guys, so, so my mom's friends recently moved to Florida and uh, they moved there like a month ago and found out none of their car insurance was accepted there. They, they called their insurance provider, it was State Farm and State Farm said, I'm sorry, we don't insure vehicles in Florida. We don't insure motor vehicles in Florida. That's what they were told. And they had a really good policy. And now, and now they, they called around and they couldn't find car insurance in Florida. This is a fucking major state. They couldn't find an insurance provider who provides automobile insurance, insurance in Florida. They were calling around. No, 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 no. Guess who they found? They found one insurance provider. Wait, how do you have state farm insurance here in Florida? They got they said they wouldn't do their their auto. How the fuck did they get re, did they get rejected? Unbelievable. Well, they're they're maybe they're in a different location than you guys. They're down in in like um near Fort Myers. How did wait, how come they got del, del, they got rejected? Yeah, they said they wouldn't take new policies down in Florida. Is that what they did? Did they cut off everybody who's currently... Because they said, yeah, we're not taking new policies in Florida. That's what they told them. Unbelievable. Anyway, they found one insurance provider that would take them, and it was Geico. Geico was the only one, and, and she said the rate was... Over the top. It was horrendous. They just got the they just got the policy like maybe a month, a little over a month ago. Five weeks. So and they told them, oh, we're we no longer are insuring uh offering automobile insurance down in state far down in Florida. So maybe it's new new customers. Yeah, they got they got Geico automobile insurance and it's obscenely high. Obscenely high. State Farm wouldn't insure them down there. That's what they told them. We we are no longer we will not insure you down there. They've been with State Farm for 20 years. Isn't that weird? Maybe I don't know if they're bundling. Maybe they're bundling with home. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they bundled with homeowners insurance. I don't know. All I can tell you is that they were like, this is fucked up. Because they didn't know. And now they're paying some insane amount. They had called around trying to shop. So yeah, my guess is they tried to bundle their home and auto. And maybe that's why. 
Yeah, they, she's got a couple of teenagers too that are, that are driving age, like six, 17, I think, 17 years old or 18 years old. So it could be that, I suppose. Wait, they bought a home and didn't bundle? See, now it makes no sense. All I can tell you is they've had a hell of a time. They're new to the state and they're like, we had no idea how fucked up it was. And if you thought it was fucked up for them six weeks ago, wait until you watch the news. Courtesy of Rick DeSantis, this fucking, the Florida governor is the biggest piece of shit maybe in the entire country who has slowly started turning Florida into California. Um, and he did it because he took money to run for president. It's unfucking real You guys ready? And go. Today, more than a million homeowners across the state could learn if their property insurance rates will increase by double digits. That's right. Citizens Insurance is pitching its revised plan to the state commission. Eight on your side, Beth so live this morning with how soon homeowners could see the impacts of new rates. Hi, Beth. Hey, good morning. So customers could feel this in their wallet before the end of the year. So why is this a big deal? Because it impacts more than 1 million Florida homeowners who are customers of citizens and some that we've talked to say they simply can't afford it. Tampa homeowners who are among the 1.3 million citizens insurance customers are concerned. They say double digit rate hikes proposed by the state backed insurer of last resort could break their budgets. That just might uh, put us over the edge and a 12% increase just, just might, would would probably do it for me. In June, Florida regulators denied a 12.6% increase requested by the company. Today, leaders with citizens are pitching their revised plan, an 11.5% rate jump. Beginning December 16th, these new rates will uh, kick in if, uh, you know, once they're, once we get the final approval from the office. The back and forth comes as more and more private insurers leave the state, leading to a quick increase in the number of citizens policyholders. A spokesperson for the insurer says that's why they're requesting the rate increase. He says recent legislative reform on the issue could lead to some relief in the future. It's still to come. You know, I think that, um, um, you know, we are seeing encouraging signs in the market right now. We are seeing uh, renewed interest from private carriers to come in to the state uh, to expand their portfolios in the state. So like you heard him say, these new rates would go into effect in December if they're approved. This affects a lot of people here in Tampa Bay as well as throughout the state of Florida. The meeting where they're expected to make this pitch happens at 830 this morning up in Tallahassee. We're going to keep a close eye on it so we can bring you any updates. We're live in Tampa this morning. Beth Russo, eight on your side. Thank you. Beth. Unbelievable. You can all thank DeSantis for fucking this up so epically. He completely sold you guys out because he thought he could get the presidency. And now he's not only gonna not get the presidency, he left you all holding the bag. Floridians are holding the bag for a failed presidential run. He sold you completely out. Unreal, absolutely unfucking real All right, we got a lot more. We have so much news to cover. I gotta pick up my fucking pace on the next hour of the show. But first, let's take care of a little bit of MAGA commerce. Do 
Hi, Barbie. Hi, Ken. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Randy. Oh, my God, it's Arcana Naturals. And they're winding down the summer, but they still have brand new products that you need to check out. I'm telling you right now, it's a family-owned small business and really one of my favorite people. Cheryl's incredible. She's a neat lady who works her ass off, believes in the Dilly, Dilly Show, believes in the Dilly 300. She, is, uh, she actually helps out every single day over on Rumble. She's a moderator over there. She uh, invigorates the community. She answers all of your questions if you guys ever have any about her products. And she's very proud of what she makes because why wouldn't she? It's natural makeup and bath and body care. She kind of combines the two. So, for example, she's got new products out. One of them is a micellar uh, water cleanser and makeup remover. Now, ladies, I know you put on your war paint to start your day like everyone else, but it's not always easy taking that war paint off. It can hurt your face. Well, guess what? The brand new micellar water cleanser and makeup remover, it can be used as a facial cleanser or and or a makeup remover. It has no harsh chemicals, so it doesn't irritate sensitive skin. It doesn't even require rinsing. And it's got a no mess pump top bottle that's uh, for clean application every single time. And then they also have a new leave-in conditioner and detangler. It helps hydrate and nourish hair for all day softness and shine. It's very lightweight, so it's not gonna weigh your head down or your hair down rather. I saw a video this morning, true story. I was watching Fox Business and uh, fat ass Rona McDaniel came on and I thought, oh, the sides of her hair look nice. She had clearly curled it to look good on TV. But the top was so fucking flat. She looked like a wet dog. It was hilarious. I was like, oh my God, your hair looks so shitty. Uh, anyway, so Rona McDaniel definitely does not use the leave-in conditioner and detangler. Because if she did, she wouldn't look like a, a, a fucking wet dog with, uh, with, with fucking uh, weird lip filler implants and shit going on in her face. Anyway, I digress. It's suitable for all hair types and textures. And it detangles those stubborn knots in a breeze. Uh, so you got to check out ArcanaNaturals.com. Promo code Dilly10 will get you 10% off, except on bundles, obviously. But you're going to want to check out the bundles. ArcanaNatural.com. ArcanaNatural.com. Check them out today. And without any further ado, Randy's Booty. Let's get ready. Yeah, buddy. Fucking Rona. Rona McDaniel gave her, she doubled her pay. Do you guys know that? She doubled her uh, salary. All your money. She lost all those elections in 2022. She hasn't backed Trump. Just a complete joke. Doubled her pay. She comes on TV. She's like, well, what I think is heavy. Like, Jesus, fuck, dude. What'd you do to your face? <laughs> Wet fucking hair. Like, dude, are we getting news now? No, Hogman, you can't. We're not getting news until Hogman leaves. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't leave, Hogman. Don't leave me. Are you wearing your little shirt today? Hogman, are you wearing your little shirt today? I bet you are. I bet you're wearing your little shirt. All right. I got to show you guys this really dank meme because I'm about to talk about President Trump, which is awesome. And if you're wondering what he might say tonight uh, at that UAW meeting, we can probably, probably uh, guess as best we can to some of the highlights of what he may mention, courtesy of the incredible Brandy with the B, 
from the Daily Meme team. Biden is killing American consumers, and he's also killing U.S. manufacturing in an all-out attack on American-made pickup trucks, SUVs, and other automobiles. Biden doubled cafe standards, a move that is projected to cost automakers $200 billion. That there won't be jobs that you will need to produce the internal combustion engine vehicle. And those workers are going to be have to either retooled, relocated, or displaced. The auto workers are being sold down the river by their leadership, but they're destroying the consumer and they're destroying the auto workers. The auto workers will not have any jobs, Kristen, because the, all of these cars are going to be made in China. The electric cars automatically are going to be made in China. That Biden's electric vehicle mandate will slaughter 117,000 U.S. auto manufacturing jobs, with workers in Michigan, Indiana, and Ohio among the hardest hit. Want to have an auto industry? You need to defeat Joe Biden. He's a corrupt president and re-elect President Donald Trump. Thank you very much. There you go. Gotta love that. Oh my God. Got to buzz Randy. Dealing with some business stuff. Hold on. See if Randy coming here. Did you ring the bell? Yes, baby. This is incorrect. Okay, well, I'll deal with it. Okay. So what you sent... This is for the, the promo of the Licorice Matters, the, the actual yeah. stand. Yeah. That renewed in spring. He needs to renew for the actual Licorice candy. Are you sure we didn't be talking about this after the show? It doesn't matter. No. Well, no, you need to fix this right now. It's the wrong one. It's the Because he has two separate businesses. I know. So I know, but you sent the wrong one. You're on air right now. Oh, I know. It's okay. But I'm just trying to clarify because I think, I think it's the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, Licorice guy's doing his annual contract, so yeah, I don't mind. He's awesome. He's one of the he's one of my favorite sponsors. So it was the wrong one. I was like, wait, this is the wrong one. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta read the fine print. I love Randy. She's like, so hey, why did you walk out of here? She got upset, but she shouldn't be upset. She's like, work. She's not feeling well today, and she still never stops working. Which I absolutely love about her. Isn't it awesome? Yeah, she never stops. Wait, come back here. We got Randy back in here. We'll wait. Maybe not. Babe, you seemed upset. No, I just don't want to talk business while you're live on the air. But it's okay. We're all we're all like a team. It's okay. You're doing. You're working so hard. No, I'm just confused because that's not what my tracker says. Yeah, you did it wrong. I don't know. I love you. Okay, you wait. Your tracker. Your you have to go back and do your tracker. Well, because my tracker says that his last ad spot was is in October. 
Go check, go check your spring contracts. I can tell you, I know exactly when he re renewed. Licorice Matters already renewed in March. I know, that's why I was confused. Yeah, and he did an annual. The one that needs to be renewed is his candy. I know. His delicious, delicious candy. Will you, hey, will you ask him to send us more candy when he renews? Yes. All right, I think we need some more. I love you, you're beautiful. She likes my beard, guys. I like it a lot. She likes my beard, she says. <laughs> we do business on the show. Yeah, it's okay. I don't mind talking business with you guys. Uh, like, our business is super transparent. There's, like, no mystery to what I do. And I like it that way because I... Sometimes I try to do what I do as a small business um, in a way that you guys can observe it. Because, frankly, I want you... All, I encourage all of you to... to participate in commerce you know what i'm saying that's part of the reason i think i do i do things a certain way and i know sometimes it's not a popular way of doing it but i i like to do it that way anyway shout out to brandy with the b i love that meme um i thought it was incredible for president trump's messaging uh it's a great example of what's going on and president trump actually sat down with dilly show friend raheem kassan from the national pulse and did an interview now, the entire interview is available on his app. I, I have the app personally, um, but we did get a few clips because Little grabbed a, uh, a few of them and, uh, and then we, we thought they'd be good for you guys. So check them out. This is, these are like excerpts of a much longer interview with Raheem Kassan from the National Pulse. Oh, the most famous man on planet Earth. I mean, I think the most recognizable man, you know, the amount of column inches, you talk about this in the book as well, you know, the, the, the earned media behind everything, earned right? Earned media, that's right. Earned media. I, I'm just fascinated by that concept. Is that something you think about? Do you look in the mirror and see, you know, the most famous man in the world, or you just always been the same guy? So I was playing golf a month ago with a very successful guy, and he's not a bad golfer, and he was playing terribly. And I said, are you okay? What's wrong with you? You always play better than this. What's wrong? I was, you know, being a little bit nasty to him by saying that because <laughs> that's not very nice. But I'm saying you're playing terribly. What's wrong? He said, you don't understand. You're the most famous person in the world. And I'm very nervous. I said, yeah, but you've known me for 15, 20 years. Why are you doing? He said, no, you're the most famous person in the world. I said, no, I'm not. The most famous person in the world is Jesus Christ, he said, huh, I never thought of that. I thought it was sort of cool, actually. Yeah. I thought it was rather nice, but it was very funny. Uh, and I asked him that, but he said the same thing. I don't think about it. Yeah. I don't want to think about it. You're possibly right, because yeah. I know the competition, but I just want to do something really great. Our country is in such trouble. I love that. I just want to do something really great. One of the things that I like to point out about him and by him, but mean president Donald J. Trump, he is so, he's so tunnel visioned when it comes to what he's trying to create. He dismisses a lot of the outside noise He dismisses a lot of the outside noise that people want to kind of put on him. And he's like, I just, I just want to make America great. 
you understand like it's one thing you know and obviously showing a, a level a level of uh, an extreme level of humility he's like no like his lord and savior is first and foremost but you know he's just having a little fun with that answer but the truth is the real truth of that question is he doesn't think about it like he doesn't think about it and and honestly that's how you keep yourself out of harm's way is not getting high on your own supply. It's one thing to acknowledge what you are and what you do and who you can impact. But you have to very quickly go, yes, this is what I am. This is what I can do. And this is who I am. But then I've got to get back to what I'm trying to accomplish. And you can't be in these two spaces at the same time. So his mindset tends to go, okay, yeah, fine. You're right. Aside from Jesus Christ, I'm probably the most famous person on the earth. But I don't think about it because we've got to make America great. I'm trying to do something great here. There's a lesson there because there's a time to, for self-acknowledgement. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with occasionally going, yeah, fucking, yeah, I did that. All right, we did it. You do that shit and you go, yeah, that's right, I am. And then you go, but we've got to focus on. And I just appreciate the level of discipline that he shows by doing that because it's not easy to do. A lot of people start getting into that perpetual self-congratulatory mindset and then you're just immersed constantly in like what you're doing and rather what you're trying to accomplish i love that man that's a good answer it's a good fucking answer it's an insightful answer here's more of president trump not him who's it gonna be uh i don't know mm. uh, there'll be a fight i don't think that kamala gets it handed you know a lot of people are so afraid to go against her. I don't think it gets handed. I think all of a sudden everybody would start jumping in. She'd have to earn it. It'd be very hard to earn. Uh, but I don't know. You know, they're the same five or six people that you report on and you Michelle see Obama. all the time. I don't see that. No, no. I don't see it. No. Gavin Newsom. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That one's important. He just did exactly what I told you. He dismissed it. Raheem asked about Michelle Obama and he dismissed it. I don't see it. I don't see it either. I still don't see it. My friends, Roger Stone, my friend, Laura Loomer, all speculate that Michelle Obama is going to make a run. I don't see it. I just don't, I don't see it. I think Big Mike hated being first lady by the time he left. I think Big Mike tried to do some media stuff on Netflix and it failed spectacularly. Big Mike tried to do a podcast on Spotify. It fucking crashed and burned. I just do, I, Trump doesn't see it and neither do I. And it carries a lot more weight when he dismisses it. President Trump dismi dismissing Big Mike means that there is plenty of intel behind the scenes telling him, no, Big Mike ain't running. I just never have seen it. Big Mike doesn't want to have to take, tape it down every day, dude. Like, what, however hard it is for you actual women to get ready in the morning, imagine having to do all of that, cover your mustache, and tape your dick down. Like, add whatever your regular female routine is, plus taping down your schlong and making sure your, your, your ultra-thick mustache and uh, fucking goatee aren't obvious. I don't think I don't think it's I don't think Big Mike wants any part of it. And Trump doesn't see it either. 
He says the same four or five that you're used to reporting on. If, if Biden can't go, it's going to be Kamala. It's going to be a Gavin Newsom. You could see easily Elizabeth Warren throwing her name back in there. It's going to be the usual suspects. And they'll all fail. So there you go. Now, for my favorite answer uh, of the clips we have, this is probably one of my favorites. President Trump um, talking about his family, and I, I just think this is a really cool sort of inside look. Raheem, again, well done, buddy. You really did a great job of this interview. Uh, smart questions, interesting questions, good answers. Who do you think in your life you maybe miss the most? Living or dead, but people who you don't get to talk to every day anymore. Who do you miss the most? Well, I had two really good brothers, right? And both passed away. One had a, a problem with alcohol. It taught me so much because he said, don't drink and, you know, don't drink. At that yeah. time, it was a long time ago, uh, drugs were not a big factor, but alcohol was. Yeah. And he was very insistent on, don't drink, don't smoke. He said, don't smoke. And that was another thing that he added in, but he, it had a big impact on me. Uh, but I had a father that I was very close to. Uh, my other brother, Robert, I was very close to, passed away two years ago. Mm. A, a wonderful guy. He was so proud of me. He was so proud of the fact that I became president. He was uh, amazing. You know, a lot of siblings, they're jealous. They don't, you know, oh, I'm just as good as him or something. You know, it's, sure. you have that. and. Maybe it's natural, maybe it's not natural, but you have it a lot, probably much more so than not. And he was great. He was a great supporter of mine. He thought it was so incredible. He couldn't believe it. And uh, so we miss him, uh, and I miss my father. You learn from people. My father was a great guy. He was very strong, very tough, but he had a tremendous heart, mm. a tremendous heart. He was very generous in so many ways. You wouldn't know that. He loved what he did. He was a builder in Brooklyn, mostly, in Queens. And he loved work. And it taught me, uh, you have to love what you do to be good at it. He was good at it. And you have to love what you do. I don't see people. I, I study it. I wrote books on it, lots of books, successful books. And I just see that successful people are always loving what they do. Mm. And they work. 24 hours a day, but when they work 24 hours a day, it's not really work, you know? It's not work. You they love what you do? Yeah, I do. I love what I do, and I love now doing this, because we really, you know, the theme is make America great again. How does it get better than that? I watch Biden say, and those MAGA people, MAGA is make America great again. I don't think he understands that. I think if you asked him, what does MAGA stand for? I don't think he'd even know, to be honest. Give him a test. That's a great question for him someday. What does MAGA stand <laughs> for? I'll bet you he couldn't tell you that. Mm. But it's make America great again. And we made America, we had the greatest economy in history. We, look, I beat ISIS. With the things we did, I rebuilt the military, 85 billion he gave to, just gave to Afghanistan. Right. He gave it to the Taliban, no reason for that. We were getting out, we would have gotten out with strength and dignity. I think it was the lowest point in the history of our country. But, uh, I learned a lot from my father, but more than anything else, I learned that uh, you have to love what you do. He loved working. A great answer. I love listening to President Trump talk about this kind of stuff. I love listening to President Trump 
talk about his family, his like the wisdom, like dude, the wisdom we must extrapolate from him while we still can. We he's just got so much up in there. I hope that there. I hope he's doing some type of filming as frequently as they can. I hope they're documenting this this journey the last four years. I hope that they are documenting his most intimate thoughts and conversations during this time. There's so much there that a normal person with an open mind could take and apply and learn. And, and like, I hope it's, I hope that they're doing that. I hope that there's a camera crew with him constantly. Cause there's, there's just too much there that, it is valuable to normal people. And uh, I love the interview, dude. Seriously, really, I hope you guys tweet at Raheem Kassan and tell him thank you. And if you haven't checked out his, uh, you know, his website in, in the National Pulse, great, great news app, really easy to use. And uh, he's a good guy. So, yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. All right, let's, uh, let's get into some more news. What do I got going here? Okay, so this is fun. So, a couple of days ago, we had Canadian retards um, giving a standing ovation to an actual Nazi in Parliament. And since that time, it has not went well for any of them. First and foremost, the guy that brought him, the person in Parliament who was responsible for that whole monstrosity, had to quit. He resigned. He was like, shit, my bad. Now they're trying to pretend they didn't do it. But something else happened, which is really funny. Polish minister has taken steps to extradite the Ukrainian Nazi veteran honored by the Trudeau government. That's right. They don't give a shit that he's 98 years old and they shouldn't. The dude is a fucking Nazi. He's a war criminal. And uh, the, the Polish president, uh, the prime minister, is moving to have that 98-year-old motherfucker extradited. There you go. Thanks for outing him, you stupid fucks up in Canada. Good job, Parliament. What an idiot. What an absolute idiot. You gave a standing ovation to an actual Nazi on a sacred Jewish holiday and didn't think there was going to be fucking hell to pay? I hope they ship that old cocksucker straight to fucking Poland and end that motherfucker. I think it's hilarious. Well done. I don't give a shit if he's 108. 98, 88, 68 makes no fucking difference. Hysterical. Cost a dude his job and then got this fucking Nazi outed publicly. What an... I wonder how long he was laying low before he got caught because of this shit. Hysterical. Anyway, that's a nice little update for you guys. Um, Dude, I gotta see if I get... Do I have my meme? Where's my meme? Oh, everything's good? Uh, you found the error? You were right. I was right? I Me? I was, just, I was looking at it wrong. You were looking at it wrong? Yes. I love you. <laughs> You're so cute. Do you want to, can you be, we want to be on camera? Uh, oh, kind of probably, yeah, that's not a good idea. Okay. <laughs> My shirt's a little All right. Well, you take care of yourself. Are the kids being good? Yes, they're being We good. have a full house. It makes me so happy. Every morning's like Christmas morning now. It really is. It's weird. We're like, like I, I tuck all my kids in. It takes like twice as long now because they're all here. And then I'm like, in the mornings, I'm like, what are you guys doing? There's like so many people here. 
It's like a fucking hotel now, Randy. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Yeah, well, me and Rihanna are like, we're like super outnumbered now. Because it used to be me and Randy and two kids. Now it's me and Randy and four kids. We're super outnumbered. We're like, well, hello. Thank God. We, you know what, though? Sophie's an adult now, so that's different. And Does they're, she, all, they're all so good. What's, she, what's Sophia doing? Does she want to come say hi? Everybody loves Sophia. Ask her if she wants to come say hi on camera. Okay. Just see if she's interested. Yeah. The audience loves her. I know we're doing news, but my she's 18 now, you guys. I got my adult daughter living with us again. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah, we'll see if she wants to come in. All right. President Trump, like I said, been on a tear. And oh, I got to get to this story. Holy shit. This is so goofy. This is a goofy story. We're going to get to the goofy story right now. Let me find it. Some, some stuff you find out is just unbelievably stupid. And this is one of those more unbelievably stupid stories. And it happened yesterday. We'll talk about it right now. In an attempt to destroy my father and kick him out of New York, a judge just ruled that Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, is only worth an approximate $18 million. Mar-a-Lago is speculated to be worth well over a billion dollars, making it arguably the most valuable residential property in the country. It's also corrupt and it's also corrupt and coordinated. Yes, um, Mar-a-Lago being worth $18 million might be the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Like the left are unhinged idiots. $18 million, this is one of the most hilariously stupid things I've ever seen. I can tell you definitively, if Donald J. Trump listed Mar-a-Lago today for $300 million, uh, as it's been asserted it's worth, it could sell in probably 10 minutes. Mar-a-Lago could sell in about 10 fucking minutes at $300 million. Um, Having been to Mar-a-Lago twice, this, the, the idea that it's worth $18 million shows how demonstrably stupid the judiciary is in America. $18 million at Donald Trump, like you wouldn't get a fraction of a fraction of the land at Mar-a-Lago for $18 million. Yes, Randy. She's coming. Oh, yay. Thank but you. She said not for too long. Oh, okay. Why? She got a schedule to keep? Oh, they're watching a show together? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I just wanted to come say hi real quick. So anybody who knows anything about real estate, um, it, it's not even a, a mystery, by the way. Everybody, like my stepdad, everybody in commercial real estate, Mar-a-Lago is the most valuable property in America. There is not a residence in America that's more valuable. Now, some stupid motherfucker from California is going to try to convince you that one of those ungodly technocrat estates out there on the ocean is worth more than Mar-a-Lago. They're fucking stupid. That's a bullshit lie. They'll tell you all the reasons why and then nobody will buy the motherfucker. The reality is there is not a more valuable asset from a residential standpoint than Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida. And it's been that way for a very long fucking time, okay? So these people are so desperate to destroy Trump 
They're just arbitrarily making shit up. Just arbitrarily pulling numbers out of their ass and it's infuriating. And you know what? Nobody, I don't think, captures that uh, frustration better than my friend, Ramble Rants. Hold on, let me make sure I got this clipped up correctly. I think I do. We should be good. When you do something that you love, remember this, yeah, right it's one. not work. When you that's do something one. that you love, remember this, it's not work. I mean, I love this one too, though. You have to find out what makes you excited. What makes you want to get up each morning and go to work. You have to find it. You will gain that momentum. And each success will create another success. Do something that you love. You have to find out what makes you excited. You have to find it. Do something that you love. Work hard and never, ever give up. And you're going to be tremendously successful. Tremendously Never quit. Never give up. Do something you love. Thank you, Ramble. That was the wrong one, but that was awesome. Yeah, I love that one. Thank you, Ramble. That was the wrong fucking one. I did not mean to, to grab that. Where's the other one at? Where's the... There's another one that I went to play that was so funny, and I don't know where I did... I missed it. Did I miss it? Where the fuck is my angry Ramble one? Oh, there it is. I found my angry Ramble one. Huh. I found it. I, I had it. Lauren Eve sent it to me. I just missed it. I, don't, I guess I just... I don't know. My brain... My brain is mush. All right, let me grab this one. <laughs> there we go. Here's the one that Ramble I meant to play, even though that one was incredible. And we all enjoyed it. If you wanted to deal with... Want to have a meme that's going to make you feel better about your frustrations, it's probably this one. Let me crank the volume. You guys will enjoy it. You're welcome. Here we go. Shut up! 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 Thank you, Ramble Rants. Sophie, are you struggling with the light over there? You see how to do it? All you do is you press... Uh, oh, is it not plugged in at all? Oh, no. Oh, no. So if you drop the camera now, that was the worst thing you could do is move the camera. So now you're totally screwed. You're, okay. Here, go sit down over there. It's cool. You don't even need a light. It's fine. You'll be fine. It's not like it's like pitch black or anything. I got your microphone now. Yeah. Pull that mic over near you. <laughs> uh, okay, see so you're a little low in the frame. See see what I'm saying? You're a little low. It's not terrible. Just angle it slightly down a little bit. Yeah, just slightly. We'll teach you production here, kid. 
Soph's going to be hanging out a lot with you guys more often. I'm going to get her in here. Like there? I don't know. You have to go sit down. Let's see. We're fixing it. This is how you do it. You got to frame it in and make it kind of level. There you go. You can see your shot. There's your shot. Okay. All right. There's my beautiful 18-year-old. Ready? Wait. Yeah, you got to fix your mic. Talk. Say hi into it. Hi. Well, not like a... Uh, no, you got to speak like a fucking... Hello? There you go. You just fucking yell like I do. It's completely reasonable. All right. Hold on. Let me make sure... You're good. Oh, yeah, you're good. All right. Look. Oh, your mic, you, that camera, that, that angle needs to come down a little bit. There you go. That way it's not covering your whole face. Hi, Sophia Rose. Hi. How are you? Good. Welcome to Georgia. Thank you. You're so beautiful. Thank you. Are you nervous? Um, a little bit. You should not be nervous. You look fantastic, and uh, I'm, I'm happy that you're here. Uh, so how was the drive with Rihanna? Quick, smooth. Yeah, you have to speak up, honey. Really? Yeah, you're very quiet. Quick and smooth. Quick and smooth. Okay, hold on. And then, oh, you know what? I got to key in your, your box. A I got I to gotta fix your box a little bit. Hold on. Watch this. I'll, I'll fix the whole thing right now. Watch dad do production in real time. So anyway, so the, the trip was very smooth and easy. And uh, tell me a little bit about, like, which direction did you guys go? Which highway did you take? 40. Was it the 40? Yeah, 40. Yeah, across 40. across the, uh, the northern part of the state, yes? Yeah. Or the country, I should say. Okay, good. All right, so now that you're here, is it weird or is it like cool? Is it just like still decompressing because you drove for all those days? Yeah, I'm still decompressing, but it feels like a vacation still. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, maybe we could keep it like where it feels like a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm happy that you're here, and I know the audience is super excited about you being here, um, obviously, right? They've watched you since you were like a little girl. Um you know, because you've been on the show, but also they've seen the videos and the pictures and different things we've posted through the years. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, I think, are really excited that you uh, and the kids are all together. So Yay. pretty cool, uh, yeah. especially because like what, like six weeks ago, you and Phoenix were still both in Arizona yeah. and you'd go pick them up for lunch and hang out. Right. Yeah. And now you're both here. Yep. Watch this. Ha <laughs> ha. That's doing I did my production in real time. So anyways, yeah, well, 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 me and Rihanna are thrilled that you're here, honey. So, and we love you very much. I have tasks that you don't even know about that I have to make you aware of. Work, Good. if you will. Good. We have some things. So, so my daughter is obviously, as you guys can see, she's beautiful. But um, she's also extremely talented when it comes to photography and different things. Yes, Soph? Yes. Okay, so Soph, we have a whole exciting line of new apparel that's going to be coming out. And what you will be tasked with, uh, you and Rihanna are going to model the apparel and take like actual legit high quality pictures. And we're going to okay. spam that shit all over the intraweb selling apparel. Yay! Yeah. So you're going to work on photography and some modeling. And then I'm going to show you how to do online promotion of those products. So sometime this week. No, I don't have the apparel in hand yet. So it's going to be a little while. <laughs> Bless you. So it'll be a little while and then we'll get, we'll get the, once the apparel's in my hand and we can start promoting it, um, we'll get some really, really good shots of you girls and we're going to have uh, shirts and we're going to do hoodies and I want to do both videos and pictures. Wait, you mean like we're posing or we're just- Yeah, you're going to be the models. Uh, you're the perfect candidate. I want you, because obviously you, you're beautiful, Rihanna's beautiful, but I want you girls uh, to promote and put out all the, uh, the, the different- uh, you know, the clicks and the links and stuff. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, so we can sell some apparel. So that's what that's one of the projects you're going to have going into the holiday season. And then I've got to start training you on social media for business. So we'll start kind of working on that too. Yeah, we'll have a ton of fun with it. So it'll be good. But I know. So what are you, what are you and Jasmine watching upstairs? Is this a scary movie? No. A show? No. We're just watching reels, TikToks. TikToks and reels? Yeah. What? You guys are so nerd. China's tracking you, damn it. Yeah, that's what they use. They use I'm not going to do it right now. I'll sound like a fucking boomer. All right. I love you. Thank you for hanging out. I know you had you want to go back to hanging out with your sister. But um, we appreciate you. I love you. And we'll have you on the show again real soon. Okay? Okay. All right, honey. <laughs> there goes Sophia Rose Dilly. That's my daughter. And uh, thank you, honey, for hanging out. Appreciate it. Isn't she cute? She's such a doll. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> yeah, I gotta get her. Gotta get her working hard on some stuff. I got a bunch of uh, different projects, so she's gonna be tackling a lot of those. All right, let's keep going. So President Trump. Uh, I'm just gonna dive right back into some of the stories here. I'm a little spastic today, you guys can tell. I'm in a good mood though. I'm excited. I think there's some really exciting things happening in America. But President Trump says, uh, all right, here we go. I have a de deranged Trump-hating judge who railroaded this fake case through a New York state court at a speed never before, never seen before, refusing to let it go to the commercial division where it belongs, denying me everything, no trial, no jury. He made up this crazy, quote, kill Trump decision, assigning insanely low values to properties despite overwhelming evidence. As an example, he values the most spectacular property in Palm Beach, Florida, Mar-a-Lago, at $18 million when it is worth possibly 100 times that amount. His anger and hatred is politically motivated and unprecedented by those who watched. My actual net worth is much greater than the number shown on the financial statements. A big surprise to him and the racist Attorney General Letitia James, who campaigned for office on a Get Trump platform. While murderers roam the sidewalks of New York, my banks are happy. All loans are current or paid off in full, sometimes early, with no defaults or problems of any kind. There is also an ironclad disclaimer clause. He's right. This is probably one of the most egregious things they've done. This is a complete, it, what's sad is it, it completely undermines and destroys the legitimacy of justice in, in the courts in America. Trump wasn't done. In addition to the fact that my net worth is much greater than the number shown in the financial statements, there's a powerful disclaimer clause. Some call it a non-reliance clause. Others, a buyer beware clause, boldly stated on pages one and two, explaining that there should be no reliance placed on these financial statements, but instead everyone should do their own independent research, analysis, and due diligence. This was fully accepted and acknowledged by the banks, but it didn't matter because all loans were good and there were no defaults or problems of any kind. The banks were represented by highly sophisticated attorneys, were paid full interest and made money. There were no defaults or any other problems. This is a lawsuit that should never have been brought. It's a politically motivated witch hunt by a racist attorney general and a deranged Trump-hating judge. It is election interference at a level never seen before. 
No wonder people and companies are fleeing New York. Can we just clarify what's being said here by President Trump? They're attempting to sue him, disparage him, and destroy him. And there is no victim. Can we like appreciate how insane this is? They're charging him for a crime with no victim. There's no victim. Let me repeat. They're trying to find him guilty of fraud despite his properties being worth more than what is stated on the documents, his net worth being higher than what is stated on the documents, and despite everybody he partnered with to secure loans for his real estate having been paid in full. There's no victim. There are only people making money. The banks themselves testified, we were paid in full. They're like, no, nah, you're a victim though. He's like, no, we were paid in full and we, we never defaulted. This is retarded. I don't even have a really cute way of describing this other than it's retarded. It's, it's not only fabricated. You have to be in la-la land to like, think that this has any legitimacy. Let me explain something. They continue to try and destroy him in the land of nothingness, the land of no power. There's no power here. Does, does Donald Trump become less valuable because of this ruling? No. Is his real estate impacted? No. No matter anybody who tells you that this ruling is going to have some type of long-lasting negative impact to his business is lying. The real estate is still worth every bit as much as it ever was and going up. It's still managed correctly. His mind that created these deals and his team of people that he employs are still every bit as smart as they were two days ago. This means nothing. It means nothing to the public. It means nothing to the banks. You think the banks are gonna stop lending Donald John Trump money on assets and on businesses because some radicalized idiot in a robe decided to arbitrarily make up dollar values for his properties? None. This isn't the land of the real. They're not participating in the land of the real. Mar-a-Lago didn't just get less valuable because of some insane judge. This is what I'm trying to tell you is, this is like peak rubber and glue, okay? This shit is gonna bounce off of them so badly because nothing they said is, it has any bearing in actual physical reality. It's all meant to be a viral click. This entire case is a viral click case. It's 
Trump found guilty of fraud in New York State, there is no criminal case here. There is no, we're gonna repossess his property. This is as simple as, okay, you did all this crap and I'm gonna file my forms and my documents as a business owner in another state. There's not, they don't have a path to destroy him. Because this is not founded in any kind of legitimacy. And the appellate court, when he appeals this, is going to eviscerate the judge. This is literally just a talking point, just like the lady that they said, oh, he sexually assaulted her, even though he was not... He wasn't found guilty of that. He was found liable for speaking about her. All of this is meant to fuel narratives, uh, fucking um, memes, and advertisements for Biden next year. Do you understand? They're going to do this because they're going to take the news clips that are going to have pseudo-intellectual lawfare idiots stand in front of a they're gonna stand in front of the fucking camera and they're gonna go like this. They're gonna go, well, this is what could happen to Trump now that he's been found guilty of, and then that's what they'll say. And then the clip will get cut. And then the clip will go into an ad campaign next year. You can see the game they're playing now. They have no power left, you guys. This, all this is, is get the shot, get the fucking shot, get the mug shot. Get the fucking, this shot, get the arrest, get the conviction. Run the ad, run the ad, run the ad, run the ad. That's all it is. Tell the public that he's been convicted repeatedly. Tell the public that he did this. Tell them that he raped the lady. Tell them that he's been found guilty on this. Donald Trump's been found guilty on blah, blah, blah. That's all this is. He's not going anywhere. He's not being arrested for this. He's not being indicted and, oh my God, this is gonna somehow disrupt his business. And I know shit. He's 100%. When he tells you this is just meant as election interference, this is how they do it. They're, they're essentially building the wrap-up smear. Pelosi explained it. And it's not gonna work. Yeah, they're canceling his business licenses in New York. Again, I'm telling you, he's a fucking real estate mogul and businessman. There's a workaround for everything they're doing. None of it will end up, he's not gonna miss a meal. His net worth will not suffer from this. And his fucking polling sure as shit won't be affected. It's a massive mistake because what's, what's gonna happen is when this thing, like I said, that when you fucking, that pendulum, when it swings, it's gonna blow your mind. They're pushing it too far to the point that even people that don't want to support Trump will have no choice but to support Trump to save their own ass. And that's when you've reached critical mass where you're in real trouble. You're in real trouble because now you don't have a way to stop that. You can't slow that down. It's unbelievable though. It's unbelievable. Let's see what else we got going here. I got some other stuff. How much time do I got? I got a little bit of time. I got a little bit of time. We're good. Um, so yeah, canceling his business licenses in New York. Okay, good. Liquidate and get the fuck out of there, DJT. We need more Trump Towers in Florida. We need more Trump Towers. Maybe you ever checked about Alabama, Georgia? 
You want to expand? I got some real estate for sale out in Alabama if you want to take a look, sir. Just saying. 24-year-old woman knocked to the ground, robbed, and sexually assaulted at New York City's Union Square subway. All right, we're not going to spend a lot of time in that. I'm using that to set up this. Looters uh, strike Apple Lululemon stores in Philadelphia unrelated to Eddie Rosari protest. I don't got Bottom line is get the fuck out of these cities. Philadelphia is a shithole. Philadelphia is a shithole. New York City is a shithole. Your money, your energy, your time, your livelihood should be spent somewhere else. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. I don't have anything else nice to say. I don't need to explain any further. If you don't get the fuck out, you should explain the you should expect the worst. Expect the worst because it's only going to get even worse under Biden the next year. People are going to get more desperate financially. They're going to get more desperate. Uh, and they're also going to realize there's no consequences. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. On his first day in office, President Biden signed an executive order revoking the permit of the Keystone XL oil pipeline. The Biden administration planning to extend a ban on new leases for oil and gas drilling. We're banning all imports of Russian oil and gas and energy. I'm just totally disgusted with what's going on with the whole leadership of our country. It's a picture of Joe Biden and they place it next to the high dollar signs and underneath it says, I did that. If Biden got in, you'd be paying $7, $8, $9. Didn't they say, get rid of your car? Last month, we announced a $5 billion investment to build out a nationwide electric vehicle charging network so the people from rural to suburban to urban communities can all benefit from the gas savings of driving an EV. It's simply not true that my administration or policies are holding back domestic energy production. No more drilling. There is no more drilling. I haven't formed any new, new drilling. Joey, baby! You don't want to be anywhere where this fucking guy's reach can, uh, can go. Economically or criminally. Thank you, Phantom Shadow. I love that meme. That's a really good one. It's solid. It's tight. It's excellent. Fucking Joe Biden. All right, you guys ready for something that's a little bit crazy? We'll talk a little more debate stuff here in a second. But this story, I think, was like... We'll ease into it with this. Here's where we're going to start. We're going to start here, and then you'll see where we end up in about five minutes. Hospital patient propped up to look, quote, fake alive after dying during a routine surgery, according to this lawsuit. We're at a very precarious time in American history. Nobody trusts doctors at all. Nobody trusts doctors, hospitals, surgeons, People are genuinely afraid, and rightfully so, to go into these death fucking clinics 
even when they need to. Even when they are like, I'm aware something's wrong with my body. I need to get physically some help, but I don't want to die. This is what they've done to the medical industry. The fraud during the shamdemic, the willingness to follow procedures that they knew was killing patients has left this industry completely devastated from a, a standpoint of integrity and in, in optics. People are now, before it was, they were irrationally afraid of doctors. Now they are justifiably fearful of going to a doctor. People are genuinely, you are viewed almost the same as CNN and, and Congress right now. The medical industry, people look at it and go, those fucking soulless cunts. No one's ever going to forget that you isolated their great grandparents and their moms and dads to die alone. No one ever, ever, no one walking this planet right now is ever going to forget the way you behaved during COVID. And they're not going to re they're not going to go and say, oh, they were fucking heroes. They're going to look at you and go, you motherfuckers were Nazis carrying out the uh, extermination of the most fucking vulnerable people. No one is going to look at you in the, in the history of this country and say, thank God you were there. None. Your industry is completely delegitimized right now. They'll never, they're never going to forgive you. And I'm going to tell you why they're going to forgive you even less. Because we are just at the beginning stages of the truth of what some of these monsters did during uh, the last four years. This is going to leave a fucking mark. CIA secretly escorted Dr. Fauci into the agency headquarters to influence its COVID origins investigation according to the information gathered by the select subcommittee. The medical profession willfully misled the public on treatments, solutions, and transmission data and origin at the fucking request of Dr. Fauci and three-letter organizations. You murdered American citizens knowingly. You knowingly gave them, this is gonna be the largest malpractice suit in the history of mankind. Everybody who signed any of these documents during that time period should absolutely be held personally responsible. There should be no liability coverage for this. Every doctor that willfully gave treatment that ended with death when they knew that that treatment practice was going to result in death should be charged accordingly. Malpractice and manslaughter all day long over and over and over again. You knew, you knew you were killing people. The CIA knew they were perpetuating a lie. Fauci knew he was going to murder hundreds of thousands of people. There's no coming back from this. If I were a doctor or a nurse, I would be embarrassed to admit that. The shame associated with this and forget right now, forget six months from now, wait until the, the, the autopsy on what you did 
hasn't even been performed yet. Wait until five years from now. Wait until 10 years from now. I can't even begin to fucking imagine the way you will be viewed. People are not going to stop with this one. You killed their family members. You bankrupted their businesses with your behavior. You caused massive civil unrest with your draconian lockdown suggestions to politicians. You, the politicians were emboldened by the medical industry, not the other way around. Never forget, your stupid fuck Gavin Newsom's of the world couldn't lock down their states without a whole list of willful doctors co-signing and recommending it. You people, you, the doctors and the medical professionals during that time, senior medical level people, are going to go down in the history books like you're going to be remembered like Nazis, dude. And there will be no way to come back from it. And the worst part is what you did to the national confidence in the medical industry is going to end up costing millions of more people their lives. You want to know why? Because there are people right now who are probably ill with something that if they had any confidence in you, they'd be willing to go and get it checked out and fixed. But they have so little confidence in the medical industry as a whole and so much distrust, they would rather slowly die prematurely then go see you, even though it might be totally treatable. Millions of Americans are staying home with ailments that should be resolved and should be able to be caught early and not getting it dealt with and not being checked because they're afraid to go see you because you're going to kill them. Americans are never going to forget the TikTok videos of you prancing and dancing around while their beloved parents and grandparents are in rooms closed off without any human touch for weeks at a time as they slowly perished. No one's ever going to forget that. I, I cannot imagine, I cannot imagine walking around right now as someone who facilitated this death. I would be hitting the fucking, the, the, my knees every night asking for God's forgiveness and atonement for the role I played in the murder of people. I can't imagine for a paycheck. A paycheck. It, what, you can't even say that you were forced into it. You made a conscientious choice. I accepted money to willfully carry out murderous orders that I knew were wrong and I just didn't want to lose my job. Fuck the human realm. Fuck this planet, okay? I don't know what you're going to do when you cross over and you've got to explain that one. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you can go into the next life and go, I was defending my job. I had to murder a lot of grandparents because I was afraid I'd lose my 401k. Shout out to the nurses who were whistleblowers during that time. We have Dilly 300 members that were whistleblowers. Part of the reason that this truth is, has been coming out since the beginning is because we had whistleblowers on the Dilly 300 who were either telling me or other professionals what was going on. There's a handful of great whistleblowers that were like, 
I'm not doing this and I'm telling everybody what you're doing and I'm documenting it. I'm filming it, I'm recording it, I'm documenting it. There will be a day that you will absolutely pay for what you have done here. It's incredible. It's gonna be incredible, but this will never go away. And it's only worse, it's every day that it exists, it gets worse. The stories you're gonna find out as we go forward is gonna melt your noodle. It's gonna absolutely blow your mind. You're gonna go, how is this possible? Here's just some of it, okay? This is some of what we're talking about here. The CIA, I, I just cannot, I, it's amazing. New allegations, CIA secretly escorted Dr. Anthony Fauci into the agency headquarters to influence its COVID-19 origins investigation. Un-fucking-real. I mean, it's real. This is it. This is a real, it's, it's. Fauci was the salesman for this death. He, he really was little Kevorkian. He was the real Dr. Kevorkian at a higher level. I, I don't even know what to say. And the evidence is overwhelming. It's coming out. Dear Inspector General Grimm, the select subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic has received concerning information regarding the Central Intelligence Agency investigating, investigation into the origins of COVID-19. And according to the information gathered by the select subcommittee, Dr. Anthony Fauci, then director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, played a role in the Central Intelligence Agency's review of the origins of COVID. The information provided suggests that Dr. Fauci was escorted into the Central Intelligence Agency headquarters without a record of entry. They snuck him in and participated in the analysis to quote, influence the agency's review. He was snuck into the CIA. I'm not gonna read the rest of this because it's just gonna make me mad. That story is not going away. What do you think is gonna piss people off more? Finding out the truth of the 2020 election or finding out the truth of COVID? See, the truth of the 2020 election is going to impact predominantly Republican voters and independent voters and maybe a few Democrats, but not really. But the truth of the murders during COVID, that ain't gonna be, that will not be political. It won't be partisan. The truth of what happened during COVID and the wealth accumulated at the destruction of the American public is gonna be, when people find out how many billions, if not trillions of dollars were made at the pain and suffering of the American public, the unnecessary deaths, the premature deaths of loved ones. There, there isn't a fucking military on planet Earth that's gonna be able to protect these people. There is no standing military anywhere in the world. You can't go anywhere in the world and avoid the consequences of what you've done. Not, there's not. They are gonna, they're gonna hunt you the fuck down like they did the Nazis, dude. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, every doctor that flourished during that time, gleefully administering and murdering patients for $35,000 a fucking head, 
Good luck, dude. You're not going to be able to run far enough. There's not a place on planet Earth you will be able to actually go to. We are far, far from over on this story. I think that that one, that one's percolating in the backdrop. The Biden stuff is there. The fraud of the election is there. But the COVID, the realities of COVID and how it was handled by the federal government, by the state governments, and most importantly, above all else. See, the thing is, the American public expects politicians to do what they did. But the American public gave the medical industry a trust that, that prior to had been earned and you completely betrayed it. That's where it's going to be probably the most shocking to people and most infuriating. We'll see. For those of you who are asking what's going to happen because you're triggered, just stop. Just because you knew something in 2020, I knew. I knew from the get-go, <laughs> okay? It don't mean shit. You watch what's going to happen. You always, most of you guys really want justice fast. It doesn't work that way. You don't turn the Titanic around on a fucking, on a dime. It's not your timeline anyway. It's God's timeline. Might not be a year. Might not be three years. Might be five. Might be 10. But I'm telling you right now, there is atrocities that have been done that will not go unpunished or, un, or, or forgotten. You need to get out of your own. A lot of you guys get, you start being like, I need it now. I need it now. I see this every day with, with, with a lot of people in my chat. You want it now. I want it now. It's not, you don't fucking need it now. You can't handle it now. I see people saying, I need money now. You can't handle the money either. You need love now. No, you don't. You don't know how to handle love. You'll fuck it up. Most of you, if God won't give you what you want, you probably can't fucking handle it. You're looking at it incorrectly. This isn't about you. It's not about what you want, what your feelings feel today. It's about the righteousness of the cause. And there will be, a, it, like, it just it is the way it is. There, there's no avoiding. Something this tragic and awful and evil can never stay buried forever. It just doesn't. Do you understand? It doesn't, this type of evil can never stay hidden forever. Doesn't mean it's gonna be done in your timeline though. So getting all worked up and yeah, I'm so tired. I'm not, I think we should have it. No, shut the fuck up. You never let it go. You don't stop talking about it. You're at a fine dining fucking establishment and one of these cunts sits next to you in five years from now, you bring it up. You never let it go. You just never let the issue dis, just di dissipate. You know, no, we know what you did. We know what you did and there will be hell to pay. You stay focused. You don't worry about outcomes. You stay focused on what it is you desire and you don't look around. Doesn't matter how long you stay in the pocket. It's that little rock hammer. All right, I think I'm done today. I'm done today. I worked really hard today. A little bit all over the place. I have a few other things. I mean, I guess I could hit a couple of things. This doesn't feel relevant anymore. I'm going to keep showing you polling where President Trump's crushing everybody. I, mean, I, I could do that. Oh, there you go. Donald Trump is kicking the shit out of 
Nikki Haley and Rob DeSantis. I had a Rob DeSantis meme. I can't even find it. I don't know where. Something's going on with my software. I didn't update, and I feel like it fucked up my software. I'm, I'm missing at least four things I was supposed to play today, and I can't find them. And I just didn't update right before the show, and I think I think that something. Because I had a meme from, from California that's supposed to be in here, and I know I grabbed it, and I can't. It didn't. For some reason, it's not making the leap. Like, I'm trying to, hold on. Let me see one more time. I really wanted to play this meme today. But now I don't think I'm going to, I don't know if I have it. Hold on, let me see. Is that it? That could be it. Oh, I think I found it. I think I found it, everybody. We're going to hit you at least with one more meme before we go. One more. Field is still dominated by a candidate who refuses to take the debate stage. The new NBC News poll puts Donald Trump 43 points ahead of the rest of the field. I mean, so you mentioned it here on the Republican side, just days away from debate number two. And here's Donald Trump with a 43 point advantage over his nearest rival, Ron DeSantis. Trump now up to nearly 60 percent in the Republican horse race. You know, there was talk before that first debate. Would Trump pay a price with Republican voters for skipping it? Would he be giving his Republican opponents sort of a free spotlight that they could use to close the gap? Absolutely no evidence that anything negative happened to Trump within his own party or really anything positive happened for his rivals. Coming out of that first debate, Trump's lead is stronger. The last time we put a poll out in the field was the start of the summer. Trump was at 51 percent then. Now he's at 59 percent. DeSantis was at 22 at the start of the summer. He's fallen down to 16 percent. Everyone else in single digits. In fact, if you zoom out and you think back to this spring when Ron DeSantis first First entered the race. Ron DeSantis in our poll this spring was only 15 points behind Donald Trump. It looked like a real contest between the two of them. And now that Trump advantage has tripled to nearly four, it's 43 points. It's nearly tripled from where it was this spring. So really heading into that debate this Wednesday, if Trump does indeed skip it, you'd wonder what incentive does he have to show up if this is what's going to happen on the Republican side. Then you mentioned if Republicans do go forward and nominate Donald Trump and we have a rematch of Trump versus Biden uh, in 2024. Our poll showing a tie between the two of them. Two notable things on this. Number one, remember that Joe Biden in 2020 actually won the national popular vote by about four and a half points. It was the Electoral College that was much closer in 2020. So this is a shift, certainly would be a shift uh, from that result. Also, in all of our polling leading up to the 2020 election, I, I see 11, I counted 11 NBC polls from the fall of 2019 through Election Day 2020. Trump was never running this well against Biden. Uh, Trump was trailing Biden in all of our polling, in all of everybody else's polling in 2019 and 2020, faring better in the polling now. Why is that? Uh, probably because Joe Biden's the incumbent president now. That's the big element that's flipped since the last time around. Biden's the incumbent president. When you ask folks about how he's doing as president, in our poll, 41% approved. This 56% disapproved. That's the highest Biden disapproved that we have measured in our poll since he became president. The economy, a big part of this. Just at the start of the Biden presidency, the country was basically split on whether they were satisfied or dissatisfied with the state of the economy. Now, barely one in four voters say they're satisfied with where the economy is.
All right. So listen, through this whole experience with DeSantis, there's been one nickname that Donald Trump was like, I would never say that. I'd never call him a meatball. He said that about DeSantis. I'd never call him a meatball. I would, I would not use that. Even though some people say that, I wouldn't call him a meatball. President Trump's right. He wouldn't call him a meatball. But you know what he did do? Last night, President Donald J. Trump went back through the fucking absolute gigantic catalog of Dilly Meme Team memes and found one he really, really liked and said, I don't care that it's one of the very first memes they did about Rod DeSantis. I think I want to put this one on True Social. And he did it last night. It's a cute one. I'm not sure what it infers, though. You're fired. I love that part. What is this, a, a meatball? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Make America great again. What the? You've been meatballed. <laughs> <laughs> Build the wall. Are you ready for some meatball? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Please clap. Oh, no. <laughs> so President Trump finally goes full tilt, grabs C3P memes, meatball meme from like, this is like from February or March. I mean, this is a, this is a way back cut. He posts that thing up like, this is funny. Congratulations, C3P memes. <laughs> Fucking, of all things, like you make all this content, and then Trump's like, that one. Give me that one. They're like, this one? That one. All right, let's play. <laughs> Here we go. We're calling him a meatball on a fucking Tuesday? We sure the fuck are. I like it. Let's play. Let's put that one on there. It's funny. That's funny. I like what the guy says, the meatball thing. All right, fuck it. Let's roll. President Trump, man, I swear to God, that's a, that is a funny, <laughs> that's a funny dude. All right, are you ready for some meatball? All right, homework tonight. Everybody wants to know. The public wants to know. Dilly 300 want to know. What are we doing? What we're doing is we'll be live tweeting the debate. I will be doing it. The meme team will be making memes if they see something that's motivating. We'll simultaneously be watching President Trump's uh, speech regarding the UAW. All I really ask you guys to do is make sure you are subscribed to my tw Twitter account. Make sure you're following the meme team list. And uh, this isn't, I don't want to say it's not important. It is. But the debate doesn't fucking matter. Um, just all I ask is make sure you're elevating any footage, any clips of his speech to the UAW. That's what we're going to elevate. And occasionally we'll do, if something funny <coughs> happens in the debate, obviously I'll be talking about it. I'm going to be roasting. So... Yeah, I'm not giving you guys too heavy a homework tonight. Stay active, obviously. But but mostly, let's focus in on his speech. That's what really matters. And uh, certainly, if you guys make sure you're online, social media, Twitter specifically, sharing out our content, I'd really forever be uh, appreciative. All right? All right, excellent. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author, Brendan Dilley. And I'll be back tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. I'll see you guys. But there is no way, this is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that, we came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not gonna get calmer as years go by. We're gonna get more fired up. 
We're gonna want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the the, uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.